welcome back to Space Army Collective Podcast. I know it's been it's been a while. I, I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> oh, get it. Been a week and a half. A week and a half. I, I I don't even get it. What what you was going for? You never listen. Wait, you I forgot your hip hop, rap, R and B. You're not you're not into that the rock. Anyway, we're on our trek and a journey and drive right into that. That six. felt kind of look. I kind of felt kind of mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're gonna go for that vibe because that way how Joel is feeling in this episode. Off to a great start. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so just so the crowd knows, I am multifaceted. So like R&B, jazz, hip hop, <laughs> um, soul, funk, um, alternative music, in a little bit. Around. Okay, so you're into that. So you have not heard of Stain. It's been a while. I have. I was just making a joke, but mm. you ruined it by being insulting. Yes. Yes. Going with those vibes today. Anyway, on our trek and journeys, we lost a couple of people, but they'll be back. They just have to follow the map and make sure they don't cross the Death Valley. You know what I mean? Yes, if you watched episode six of this episode, The Last of Us. Last of Us. You, no, you messed it because it wasn't a valley, it was a river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, hits. you're just supposed to be like, if you're lost, look for the light. I'm not going to do a lot. Look for the light. I'm not going to do that. Like, sir. Sir. Ma'am. I'm, I'm, you're, I'm, you're fucking everything up. You want to know why I'm fucking everything up? Because that's what you do? That and. <laughs> and. I try this thing called Sunday Driver. I don't feel my knees. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling fuego. Unlike Joel in this episode. And Ellie. So let's start right out into it. So this episode starts out with three months have passed. Since what happened to Henry, so we joined yeah. Joe and Ellie in the snow. They they did not need to start with that recap. That was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary. That was just they're like, hey, we're gonna just twist the knife a little more. Just remember when we made you cry last week. <laughs> We're gonna make you cry again, even though we recapped it in the HBO recap before the show started. But we're also gonna recap it again at the start of the show. We're just gonna make you feel those feelings again, all over again, for this brief two, three minutes. But then they segue again. The guest stars of this TV show are just amazing. Mm Because, like, I want to learn more about Graham Greene and, um, God damn it, I blanked on her name. I had it. We'll just pull up just your IMDb. I think they'll say. How do you yeah. watch, how you watch Dancing with Wolves, Run the River? I mean, no, like, Yeah. Okay. I'm just forgetting that I'm forgetting the actress's name. Mm. Wind River, I haven't seen. Dancing with Wolves, I have seen. But um, Wind River is really good. It focuses on on the di- disappearance of Native American women in America. 
Um, and I, I forget what state it was in. I think it's in Wyoming. Actually, it takes place in Wyoming as well. Yeah. So it takes. So like the. Um, I guess it's like so. It's like the there's like an FBI investigation with the disappearance of this woman and uh, the reservation police and like the state police. They clash and um, they're looking for like this person that murdered her. So you just go through. Um, well, they go through like this um, investigation and then, like it highlights the crime on reservations being put on for people that live outside of the reservations. Okay. Oh. And then the actress's name is Elaine Miles. Okay. She looks familiar, though. Like, I've seen her or something. Probably Reservoir Dogs. That show that I... They're both beautiful, like, peak character actors. Um, Reservation Dogs. And they were fucking perfect mm-hmm. in this goddamn episode. <laughs> like much needed humility um like I, levity yeah it was like definitely needed the humor after um obviously the one two punch mm-hmm. um the, the back and forth like are you telling me the truth <laughs> yeah okay oh my god yeah why didn't you get the gun it's all the way over there like just fucking hysterical and then even ellie where he's like uh where the wife was like she has a girl with them and ellie's like can i come down like just wonderful um and then of course they set up the river of death Mm -hmm. um and being like yeah your brother's probably dead so then joel has a lovely little panic attack afterwards which Again, I appreciate because as much as I love the games, <laughs> and even though we do play as Joel for like ninety five percent of the game, um, we still don't know really that much about him. Like he's he's a closed off machine for those games we don't get really any internal monologue he's just always angry fucking brooding white man um and here we're like oh yeah joel's terrified (laughs) he's he's worried his brother's dead he's worried he can't keep this little girl safe like we see more of the humanity Mm. of joel and um, I just think the show is just doing such like a wonderful job of setting up these little like breadcrumbs for the finale, yeah. especially for people who have not played the games, um, don't really understand like fully where this is going, what's going to happen. Um, it's just, yeah. I like how. Almost every episode, they kept on driving home, like, how old is Joel? Like, what's his ailments, what he's going through? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, that, I think that's going to change when we do get to that episode. Where we kind of mm-hmm. keep on referencing him. It's going to be like, yeah, he may be that age, but adrenaline and a drive to keep someone safe will make you do superhuman things. 
Yeah, I'm interested to see how it plays out. I'm terrified to see how it plays out. Just because, obviously, with as great a job as this writing team has been doing, um, adding more depth and emotion to characters we already thought had like enough depth and emotion and they're like no no, <laughs> no here's more no yeah uh, um can we praise the dir- i can't pronounce their last name but jasmine i'm gonna say jasmine b i can't pronounce your last name sorry no. but the cinema the the choice of shots for the wide range of like get taken in the area that they're in just mm. yeah almost makes like, me be in the snow almost showcasing the beautiful wilderness of Canada as a stand-in for America mm-hmm. is lovely. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, again, more of the interactions with Joel and Ellie, like, especially after that little, like, camp thing, and Joel's like, no, I'll take both watches, like, because, again, like, he obviously doesn't want to lose control, but he's also, like, terrified of, you know, giving, like, probably giving her, like, more, um... Responsibility. Yeah. I was like, right. yeah, like a heavy weight on her shoulders, but yeah, more responsibility than she thinks she deserves. Like, he's obviously got this, I protect you, whatever, you know... It, it's it's, it's, it's kind of um, interesting because it's like there's parallels drawn between this episode and episode I like to say it's four where like Joel was sleep like um, Ellie was sleeping right and Joel was protecting her mm-hmm. and now she's sleeping no no now he's sleeping and she's protecting him so like the yeah. roles reverse and you can see that like you know now they like really care for each other to make sure they make it through. Yeah, yeah. And just, again, like, the little things, like, that great little just line of Sally fucking ride, like, (laughs) because that's also showcasing that Joel is paying attention, because, like, he guessed who her favorite was. Because because she was talking about Sally ride probably a lot during the trip. (laughs) Over those three months. And just, like... They're just so goddamn adorable together. And I just, ugh. Like, what makes this even better, like I said previously, how I keep on saying, is that, like, they just keep on leaving these breadcrumbs for um, the second season, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially oh, my God. They're they driving it home with her love and fascination of space and why she mm-hmm. wants to go to space. And so mm-hmm. that was going to be a very pivotal thing to like grasp on to everyone. So like, make sure you hold it in your mind. I only love space. <laughs> space. The final. What did, and like, and people are like, what? Season two takes place in space? It <laughs> does. Be- the be- only place fungus can't grow. Speaking of um, things that um, were second season is going to take place. I was in the Paramount Theater the other day, where uh, a substantial amount of the game takes place in mm. part two. 
And I was just like looking oh, around. I was taking it all in, you know. I was like, oh man, we was here in the game and stuff like that. It was just like oh, wild. That's fucking cool. Were you there to like watch a show or were you there to just yeah. be like, bitch, I was here? It was a. I was. <laughs> I was doing it for a concert. I was there for a concert last night. So it was like wild standing oh, in the room, nice. okay. seeing like most of it cleared out. It's just like wow. It was just oh like, man! So was got, it pretty? Was it pretty accurate to what we got in the game? Oh, definitely accurate. We're, we got in the game like from the. Um, this is a little bit off track, but like all the way up from like how the layout is when you walk in. You know, they mm-hmm. have like the. The concessions area where you could buy alcohol, they got like the <gasps> stairs, how it goes. It's just like they perfectly mapped it out. It's like they sent someone from Naughty Dog to go inside oh, the Paramount. Nice. They map it out. And they like have like the the um the stage set up right, but like they have like the red velvet um curtains. It's they just have it down pat. Oh, that's so cool. If I, I was them, I'd totally have like one little section that would just have like Naughty Dog, like Last of Us stuff. <laughs> They're like, here's a program for Cassandra, <laughs> and like it's, yeah, it's it's interesting because it changed how I view my city and like look at things. Like, mm. oh wow, this is when I was playing as blah blah blah, and I had to do some unsavory things, you know? Oh uh, yeah, like oh I'm shoot, like, I love being a tourist and my own city just because i feel like you know there's always just so much stuff that you kind of miss mm-hmm. even like living in a big city you're like man there's just so much to do or like oh yeah whatever that's a cool thing and then you sort of just forget about it and then you're like oh or, yeah or you get like that um impression that like oh i could do this anytime i want yeah you know, i could do this mm-hmm. whenever it's always there you yeah. know it's not nothing special yeah. But, like it, it's yeah, it it has reinvigorated my love for the city. So like, oh man, I went to the aquarium. This is what happens. Oh, game <gasps> works. Oh, this is why I fought the bloater. <laughs> you know, oh. oh, the convention center. Oh, it's it's all like ran down. You know, it's just like all these you know memories that's associated with the game. It's like gives you a whole different perspective on the game since I lived in these areas where a lot of it takes place in. So it's yeah, nice. especially yeah. since like. The game, so like, I feel like um, Seattle is a character in the game in itself, you know, discovering mm-hmm. to see how it changes. Because, like, in the game, in the first game, and like the first season of Blast of Us, we stay, we don't stay in one place long enough, right? We just go yeah. to different places down a road trip. But this, it's like, I think the biggest memorable thing for me in the first one, honestly, was the sewers just because like the story of ish playing out throughout that whole thing just like solidified it you know in my brain versus like everywhere else where you're just like random people leaving notes but like yeah that's about like the one big thing i'm like oh yeah that place but um yeah it's it's just wonderful how it how, what it did to my love for the city. Um, if you look at my Instagram, I'll be taking places all around the city and then like taking screenshots from the game and like, comparing them to those pictures I've taken. But anyways, um, back on track to what we were talking about. So, 
after they leave the old couple's house, they got a clue to where to go, and that was the River of Death, what Ellie called it. Mm-hmm. So they crossed the bridge looking for the place they was told not to go. And lo and behold, they get ambushed by... Well, first they found like a um, dam with an um, energy generator. And they get ambushed by a bunch of raiders, what it looks like. Yes. Which was just... It was such a great scene because, again, you could sort of see like how scared Joel is and he's like what the fuck am I supposed to do with all this and then when they bring the dog out you're like oh, oh fuck. shit <laughs> oh fuck oh, oh fuck. He's to get fucked up <laughs> just oh yeah yeah um it's just oh it was so well done um yeah, building that fear. tension cuz yeah it just like zooms in on his face so you're just like oh my god is she about to like like he can't even look because he's just like i don't even know what to do and then you just hear her laugh and you're like oh fuck, okay i know like <sighs> it's like one of those things you're like okay no hopefully nothing won't happen but also like i don't know i don't know what the fuck these people have planned like they do such a good job of still like following the game but keeping it enough um like small differences here and there to to just keep you on your toes where you're like oh maybe ellie would get bit by a fucking dog but oh and then we meet maria we meet maria and they made it black they made yes black. I, I, I see what you're doing naughty dog or that that I see what y'all doing, I dog. I see what y'all doing. Y'all try to, um, you know, pay for your sins. But I know I'm on to you. I'm on to <laughs> you. I see you change Maria because you know that she's not in harm's way. You're like, okay, here's a, here's a black character we can put. Didn't that won't be Maria? <laughs> didn't Maria? Oh wait, no, not no future spoilers. Um, no, what are you saying? No, I was gonna say no future spoilers because I was like, wait a minute, didn't something? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, Routina Wesley. I have not seen her since the third season of fucking True Blood. And I was like, greatest I never finished the first season of True Blood because I literally hated what they did with everything. Like, I was like, this is. Oh, you love the books? Not really anything like the books at all. And then I was pissed because, like, First of all, Tara in the books is not a big character. Um, she's there, but just sort of like background, very much off to the side. Um, and then, so I was like excited for her to get like a little bit more to do, but then they sort of just make her like a fucking bitch. <laughs> And I felt so bad because I was like, this actress deserves so much better. She, she she'd been doing other stuff. Um, she was in Queen Sugar, um, which was um, I forgot the name of the director, but um, it's uh, it's about like this um, show where these where this family tries to keep that sugarcane farm 
you know, in like I think it was in Louisiana or somewhere where there's a lot of white people trying to move in on their land and buy it up from them. Oh. Um, so it's she's part of this huge family that's like trying to protect what they grew up with and what was left in their family. Nice. Um, so it's a, it's a good show. Um, I watched it because my mom loved it. So um, it was a way for us to connect. But anyways, yeah, she's been she's been working. She's been on these streets doing her thing. And, like, I'm glad that she landed this role. Yeah. Um, hopefully they would be able to flesh her out a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, which we do see a little bit later on in this episode. Um, so, yeah. And I so, just... yeah, we... Sorry. (laughs) I just get so excited. Um, Oh my God. But I was just really happy with just like the little details of her being like, one kind of recognizing Joel um, just based from what she's heard from Tommy, but also being immediately suspicious of Joel because of what she's heard from Tommy. (laughs) And I'm just like, yes fucking ride or die friend where like you know you like bitch bitch to your friends your loved ones about like you know your family or friends whatever and then they're just like yeah fuck them that's a dick move no and she's just like yeah Joel not, so they not get trusting the, so they get back to the enclave um where we finally get a good look into the um into the settlement that they created or the community that they created in this town. Um, and in the video game, we don't really see the town at all because um, we only get the chance to see the generator because mm-hmm. we're defended from bandits and whatnot. Yeah. And then um, Ellie runs off and Joe blah, blah, blah happens. So we didn't really spend any time inside the um, compound. Yeah, you just um, get like, what that, look like, like overview, yeah. Yeah, you get that huge overview at towards the end of the game. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see how they set it up, you know, especially like I feel like the layout is exactly what it is in the second game. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see the church, you see like the where they keep the animals, where you see where they uh, also keep, um, you know, like certain things, you know, a lot of landmarks. You see the bar, you see like the place where um, you see. The place where the dining hall, like with the lights, you know, that yes. famous, infamous scene is that you're like, oh, yes. this is where that happens, right? This is yeah. where that dance went on. Oh, my goodness. And um, so we see a lot of different things. And I think I think we might have seen Dina as well. No, <gasps> I think, yeah, I think it was her, too. Like, or it could have been like a subtle novel where they're just like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, they might recast her in like the second season, but they're at least like, Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> she's, she's here. Like, so, because, like, in a journal, I think in a journal entry, like, Ellie describes the first meeting of Dina, and it's quite similar to what happened in the show. So, right? Because Dina was like, you were like shoveling jerky in your mouth, or like stealing jerky, something like that. <laughs> and oh. so. It, it is great. It's great like that that they just keep on like being us this stuff that we know yeah. how it ends up. Yeah. Um, especially when like um, Ellie was talking to Joe about like what he wants to do or something like that, what he likes. He was like, "Oh, a sheep farm." 
You know, she don't they, talk. Oh. She for chill. I was like, oh. Uh, I'm, like, oh. I'm, like, oh. I'm like, I was like, hold up, hold up. Is she for? Uh-oh. When they did Uh-oh. that, and then I swear to God, this squeal I let out when they were like, her name is Shimmer. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Shimmer. The Shimmer, sweet shimmer baby girl. Baby. I just want oh. God damn it. <laughs> This world don't deserve you, Shiver. Right. You are too bright for this world. Oh my gosh. It's just like moments like that just like gets me so yes. fucking high. Even though it's like yes. subtle, it's a week, you know, it's playing yes. coy, but like it's like so This is like this is the fan service like most people talk about, you know? Like this is sort of what they they want. From an adaptation, you know, not like over the top shit, just like these little things. And oh my god, speaking of little things, so I guess not technically little. It's such it's such a minimal change, but it's something I appreciated because I remember in the game the walls around Jackson were like those fucking like full on concrete ones that you would see around, you know, like the Boston QZ or the Kansas City QZ. Mm. And then here, they're actually just like the giant wooden posts that you're like, oh, these people fucking built it. Because again, why would Fedra waste the resources to put like those massive walls around this mm-hmm. fucking podunk little town mm-hmm. of Jackson? Like, no, di- no, just, no diss to Jackson. Wyoming. I don't even actually know. No, that's uh, a real place. I'm, about, I'm about to go. Um, I'm about to go take a trip to Jackson, Wyoming. Myself <laughs> <laughs> and start taking pictures. It's like go to these places. Just yeah. Again, the fact that they're like hammering home that like these people built this settlement, like s- settlement, like they are protecting it, and to what was honestly probably a tie for like one of my favorite scenes like that opening scene with the couple is fucking beautiful and then the moment when tommy realizes he's a communist oh my gosh that was so good because they like live in texas right yeah like everyone's like republican and be like oh yes. i want your commie handouts and stuff like that and just yes. like the fact that like it like they played it politically, like it um, like makes sense how they did it, just, and it was like it wasn't like so uh, on the nose, but it, was, it like wasn't. it makes sense. Uh, it makes complete sense because they're it was, it's like yeah. oh my god, it was so good. Like the disdain that Joel says when he's like, "So you're a communist?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, it's not like that." And Maria's like, "No, we're a commie. We're communists." I was like. I fucking love this moment. Let, I love this be, goddamn moment. Let's be real. They probably be all for um the the all the against abortion right. <laughs> let's be real. They probably would have been on the opposite side of that. Mm-hmm. But again, even like obviously, yeah, I wasn't touching that. Part. As as a woman, I appreciate any time an apocalypse will touch on the fact that women menstruate uh-huh. or. Um, them presenting people menstruate. <laughs> um, and just because so many of them are just like, we're not going to talk about it. No, no, 
going to so have women be perfectly manicured and shaven, not a hair out of place. Um, uh, they're just like, and this one, times. they're just like, no, no, here you go. And then when she like got the diva cup, I was like, thank you. Fucking thank you. <laughs> low key, though, no, I'm going to be vulnerable in this moment. I was like, I assumed what it was, but like, I had to, I, I, I was like, yo, what's that? <laughs> when I was sitting next to my friends, I was like, yo, what's that? And it was like, oh. no, that's, a, that's a diva cup. That's for, you know, menstruation. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I was like, I honestly didn't even think of diva cup, which I was so glad when they showed it. Because I was like, yeah, are they going to be like fucking ripping up rags to be like, going to have to wash this out or get like... But mm, oh, mm. makes it makes it so much, so much better. Sorry, so I know. second time. This is second time they showed it. She uh, yes. showed something with menstruation with like um, um Ellie getting those finding those tampons, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. So I see so a lot I, of people appreciate them showing like the. <laughs> it's just it's yeah because it's something that like obviously like uh. A lot of people who do menstruate are, like, brought up and raised with this shame of it because, like, nobody wants to talk about it. It's like a dirty little secret, even though <laughs> it's literally one of the most natural things in the world. <laughs> but, so, yeah, just, like, the casualness of it and not even, like, a big highlight because between, like, both scenes, it was maybe, like max 90 seconds of screen time for tampax and a diva cup <laughs> but like it was enough for me to be like thank you for normalizing this in an apocalypse okay i can imagine you like you know that Leo, leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like pointing at the tv i imagine you was doing that oh my god 100 percent. yeah <laughs> yeah and then even just like doing a normal thing, like a little haircut, um, getting a where, pair of new boots. Yo, like, where um, Mar Maria was talking her shit about John. <gasps> yes. She's like, I'm gonna get some shit talking off right now. Mm -hmm. Like talking about that the only drama. That can that can betray you are the people you trust. Oh my gosh, wise fucking words. That's I'm like, like that's Maria. That's not that great. truth. I like how we get more Maria. You know, we only yeah. got like we only got like ten seconds with her in a video game. Right. You know? We didn't really get anything. And so yeah, I appreciate that like we get the moment. We get to see her actually discuss Sarah with Ellie because, you know, in the game it's just like Ellie shows up with a picture or no, it wasn't her. Tommy had the picture. He um, gave it to her to give to Joel. Yeah. But, and like, it's like, it's all off-screen, like, Maria and Ellie's interaction. So, yeah, I appreciate it. And the thing is, too, though, um, we learned that Maria had, like, a newborn baby that died on mm -hmm. um, a couple of days after um, Infection Day, Outbreak Day. Which is, like, so. fucking rough. Like, I mean, obviously, like, Outbreak Day was atrocious for everybody. Outbreak but, like, Day was rough on 
except for the old couple <laughs> in Wyoming. Yeah, they were just like, whatever. Um, Sorry, I was checked out. I like you, Benny. When you did a deep dive on IMDb, and you could pull away. Totally forgot she was in Arrow for two episodes. Totally forgot. El- Elaine or Mar- Maria, um, Maria, the old lady or Maria, Maria, Maria. Okay. I was like, holy shit! I forgot she was in it. season three of Arrow. Was very forgettable. Um, and in my favorite animated series, Generator Rex. Holy shit! Never knew. All right, I'm back and I'm focused. Um, okay, so where were we? IMDb is a deep dark hole of. Oh my god, I didn't remember that. Yeah, like Gabriel Luna. I totally forgot he was um in Matador, Awakened City. Um, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. He was the, he's the best Ghost Rider. Gabriel Luna is the best was Ghost he, Rider. Was he? He was great. Was he in Agents of Shield? Yep. Yeah. That was the only reason why I went back to watch. And Agents he of was Shield. in. And he was in Terminator. I haven't seen it. Oh shit, he was. Yeah. But anyways, what else? Um So yeah, so um while Ellie and Maria are having their little like movie night, um uh Joel is uh having his uh little emotional breakdown. Though we do also I guess should touch base on probably both conversations that the brothers and the have. movie that they was watching was called The Goodbye Girl, I think. Which is really funny because, yeah, it's about a man that, like, comes into a mother-daughter's life. And so it's, well, like, the, like Richard Dreyfus and the mom are kind of, like, falling in love. It's also sort of a story about, like, him bonding with the daughter, too, as, like, potential, like, father figure for her and whatnot so clearly chosen <laughs> with precision for this show and, and i think this takes place in that infamous room too yes mm-hmm. which is also again another little nod i like that they're just like yeah in the apocalypse you're not you know still not really going to be using like Movie theaters, most likely, especially like a tiny town like Jackson, probably wouldn't have a movie theater. So it's like reusing community sets to one save money, but also because yeah, you reuse that shit. Like her throwaway comment of like not even needing the jail or the thing. <laughs> I was just like, that's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> comrades, <Yeah>. comrades, <laughs> communism. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works. That portion. See what happened? No one has to resort to crime. Craziness. I, was, I was sitting thinking, I was like, what movies would survive? Well, obviously the one the, um, the that you just mentioned survived, but I'm like movies that literally keep... anything on like film home video. Yeah. I'm like, Star Wars were more likely probably survived. Maybe. I mean, not the prequels. Uh, I know. I was like, would they have it? No, because were the DVDs pre- were DVDs out then? No, I can't remember when DVDs first came out. Was, DVD so two thousand three. The it was the day it started. 
DVDs, if I remember, first came out around 05, 06. Okay, so it still would have been VHS. So they would have had maybe two of the prequel movies. I think... Because the first one came out in, I think it was 99? 99, yeah. 99. So at least the first one. The second one, they would have gotten... So yeah. they live in the perfect world where the, the, they get to watch the prequels. Can you imagine, though, like, if, on our, because obviously they, they showed it in Kansas City, but, like, can you imagine, like, the last movie you see in movie theaters is fucking Underworld? I actually liked it. Because it was, uh, it was like Underworld and Matchstick Men, which Matchstick Men is great. Underworld is like such cheesy goodness. Yeah. But I'm just like imagining like that is the final movie you watch in theaters before like the world presumably goes under. Like, I'd be fine with that. I actually liked it, Underworld. Cheesy. I just, it? again, again, the horror. Of not getting to finish the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that came out around. They were, they were they denied. Are, they were denied yeah. the third movie. I'll be okay with that. You know, they have to see Peter Jackson showing his racist ass out. But we wouldn't get that. <laughs> Just show. I'm no man. Ha! <sighs> it's like there's only white people here. <laughs> Again, I still have to continue with my disappointment with the lack of juicy couture pants. <laughs> I'm th- I think a bedazzled bad. baby fat. Or like I yeah. Fat, Apple bottom jeans with the boots with the fur. Yes, like I think we're give me, give me, give me some of that bad fashion. Give me some of them bad fashion choices of the two thousands. But anyway, let's get back on track, and we're gonna jump in with one. The very adorable reunion between Joel and Tommy, mm-hmm. obviously, super cute. Um, but it gets serious real fast. But it gets serious real fast, which is something that literally only families can do. Um, <laughs> very, very fucking true. And like, I have to say, like, I'm with Joel on this one because his anger, like. Is understandable because it's he very justifiable. Is seeing Tommy in this like fucking utopia while he was suffering and struggling, and he didn't reach out at all, and he didn't say anything. He just ghosted him because. Maria told him to and to Joel that was like the biggest fucking betrayal because he was doing everything to get to Tommy because he thought he was in trouble and like I get like I understand obviously that yeah they don't want to broadcast like it makes sense that they don't want to broadcast I'm gonna say it right now I'm gonna say this right here, right now. Fuck Tommy. That was some fucking bullshit. I fuck Tommy be, for everything he's done. I will do punching him because I'm like six months, six fucking months. Like I'm assuming it's been six months because we had the three month time jump. They didn't quite. And then whatever the time was, eight times. Went. But like, I feel like it took a couple weeks to get from like Boston to 
freaking bells. Like, it's only going to take a couple of seconds to get up in his ass for that bullshit. And maybe, like, at most, probably five months, we'll say. But, like, also, we, yeah, we'll say, we'll say five months. Um, <laughs> I, I, but, yeah. Be fucking pissed. Is Tommy a good person? He's good ish. Uh, he's. Ish. He is a person. And I think that is what, like, obviously, sort of the point of The Last of Us is. Is, like, just mm. sort of trying again to remind us that, like, as people, none of us are wholly bad or wholly good. Like, I'm just trying to survive. There is. They're literally just. This is literally the show that's like, there are no, it's not black and white. It's just shades of gray. Mm -hmm. You might be like a little, little bit, little bit on that darker side of gray, but like, you're still gray. Um, but yeah, I'm just, yeah, I fucking just love this goddamn show. My cousin, she's starting to watch this and she's caught up and she's like, Joel's the good guy, right? I was like, yeah, you keep thinking that. Yeah, just good guys. Mm. And that's the thing. This episode does, again, such a great job of just adding more humanity to him. Because obviously after his little fight with Tommy, where he goes storming off, he's in that shop trying to fix his goddamn boots. <laughs> Because it's the apocalypse, and you know, they're uh, not really making any new boots. Yeah, that was, but, um, that was exactly what I was thinking. I was like, Ellie's chucks has to be considered contraband because you have to trade some major shit to get some chucks or some vans. And this, if it's the apocalypse and they're still going, you gotta trade. See, some here's major the shit. thing I think so. My like, the theory on that is literally trucks are the only shoes left because nobody would want to wear those during the apocalypse because one they have no arch support they're really there just to look fucking cool um they have no tread so like you'd be slipping and sliding all over the place and so literally those are like the only shoes you can still find on the shelves is truck tailors yeah okay because like obviously they 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 found they found some wintery boots for her sometime during those three months. Um but yeah, to see Joel just getting pissed at a pair of boots because he can't fix them is absolute mood. Um Is that his panic attack when he was clutching his arm or was that a could be a pre existing heart condition that we that has not touched upon? Oh no, this was all panic attacks. Those were all panic attacks. Like they're panic attacks. For me, especially they're, they're Hollywoodized panic attacks. I mean, everybody has different reactions during panic attacks, but those are definitely like the the Hollywoodized. Okay, and how because for me, because I was thinking like it was either the panic attack, uh, pre-existing condition, or like me, arthritis. That was like the three that was rummaging through my head. No, because they did that ringing sound and Ellie's voice got softer like that first time around 
which is yeah, I was, something that can happen during panic attacks. Yeah, I was thinking either panic attack or PTSD. Yeah. Because it was all during, yeah, emotional moments. Like, oh, my brother could be dead. Like, I could be going across this valley of death and get us both killed. Like, or river of death. Um, and also, when he <laughs> yeah, was Yeah, because you fucked walking, it up. <laughs> also, when he was walking outside the bar and he saw this girl... That After looks like Sarah having the fight with his brother because he realized his brother didn't love him enough to be like, "Yo, bro, come out here." And he sees like the only he real, the, you know, the family he used to have, you know, with Sarah. He, he thinks like it's Sarah, and he actually starts. He actually started walking towards her oh. and sees her like, "Oh, that's not Sarah." And she as she picks up her daughter, he comes to his another realization like, "This could have been my family." Just, what could have been? Oh, I could have been like I would have been a grandpa at this moment. Yeah, yeah, like absolute just gut punch. Especially Heart after break. like finding out that Maria's pregnant, and it's like obviously the parallels like ooh biracial daughter, biracial dot like biracial niece or nephew. <laughs> and Tommy being oh. a dick, but saying like, "Oh, the world might stop for you on that day," but oh. it boosts for all. I'm like Tommy, what the bro. fuck, bro? Okay, bro. we all in agreement that Tommy was out of line for that shit. Yes, absolutely. And um, so like, he's such he a dick. Comes back with a shiny new pair of boots, and. God damn, I swear to God, if Pedro Pascal does not at least get fucking nominated just for that scene alone, I'm gonna, like, fucking gut punch the Emmys. Wait, wait, I... You know, fuck the Emmys, fuck whatever, man. These no, yeah, they're very stupid. Shit. Yeah, they're stupid, but... They ain't um, shit these days. That scene was just great. Him unleashing everything because again it's humanizing Joel it's adding this level of depth and emotion that we as humans fully understand like we can absolutely empathize with him where he's like I am damn near deaf in one ear almost gotten as killed a couple times like I'm terrified. I cannot keep this girl safe uh, any longer because we have barely made it, like, according to him. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking and it's understandable. And it was just, oh, it was just so beautifully done. Oh my God, it's a solo acting. It wasn't overdone, anything, just like the subtle, like, sadness in his voice, the tears, the trembling. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. Like, damn, I really felt that. Yeah. Like, this is some of the best. I'm like, you know, I'm biased about everything about this show, but like, this is some of the best acting I've seen. I didn't know yes. Pedro was that talented. Oh, uh, like, I, I just love that, like, he's obviously getting his moment to fully shine, like, oh as, as a main character. I mean, obviously, he, like, fucking killed it on the mandalorian and he he's killed it in like so many of the shows he's done like fucking narcos game of thrones like he's there's killed one, it there's but, moments that 
like it's just oh it's again like showcasing just more of the depth and we're like yeah there's moments that's coming up especially in episode i would like to say eight Mm -hmm. Uh, coming one seven right yeah the next one's Uh, seven okay so eight so episode eight you know when you find oh god oh god yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. that that moment Mm -hmm. especially bella ramsey i think Mm -hmm. she's gonna they gotta act their asses Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. and um episode Mm -hmm. um the last episode episode nine when like you get that okay (sighs) yeah you see the look on joe's face oh my gosh i cannot wait i'm terrified because again like they give you that little hint at the beginning of this episode when he's asking for directions and i am again equal parts looking forward to and terrified of when joel asks for directions to find ellie in episode eight because if it's <laughs> yep oh, yeah, we... so i'm gonna say so i'm gonna say if three we're after left behind two episodes left I know, and that's First and year. so that's another thing because I was like, "How are they going to wrap this up?" But also, like, I feel like with what they did in this episode, like smashing everything from the power plant to uh, Eastern State, like they did a really good job of like again squishing it in um, because so much of that was. <sighs> you know, plotting along, like, killing infected, killing raiders, so, like... Killing people, Ellie running along, they, like, just did so perfectly. And just that damn near shot for shot. Oh, my gosh, we have not talked about that scene. With Ellie and Joel. Everyone fucking... Everyone fucking except for you. Oh. Oh, my gosh, they took out that one line, though. It's like Ellie, you, you trading on somebody tonight? Oh, Which I'm yes. okay with. I'm okay with yeah. that too, though. But yeah. Like how they acted. I like, like that, that scene. being like. I like that being like Troy Baker's line. Like yeah. that's his. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let, him, let him keep that. I, I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay because how Troy Baker acted that out was oh. really well done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, excited to see him in episode eight. But sure. I just especially loved because like so you know they have their breakup if you will i don't know what else to call it falling out um joel leaves it's such a beautiful scene um because especially like even more touching on the fact of how like disconnected ellie is from how kids were like you're reminded she's a kid but also like She's growing up with some shit. She's like, what the fuck do I care about, like, boys or malls or jeans? Like, you know, it's, like, the normal shit we think kids should be worried about. And she's just like, yeah. Um, But so you get the scene in the morning and the door opens and, like, fully expecting it to be Joel to be like, let's go. And then it's Tommy and you're like, oh, fuck. Okay. Are they really going to be doing this? And then Joel's in like that damn table. Uh, and... what, what was his excuse for being there? He's like, I thought I'd just get up early. Yeah, I thought I was just gonna get up early and sneak on out. That was like thirty minutes ago. 
<laughs> and just letting their own core and stuff like that. He's like, I just oh, love wow. how, again, like, he doesn't apologize, like, verbally, but you can tell he but is, like, it's just there. It's just like our parents, though, right? Yes. You know, or like people we know, like they don't apologize straight up, but they have their way of apologizing. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, um, like after y'all having an argument or something, they come into your room, like, you hungry? I got some, I got some food. Yeah. You know, come get some food. You know, it's like, and everything's okay, right? Yeah. And so I think that's like, was his version of come get some food. Yeah. And I just. I fucking love that he's like, yeah, I figured, you know, you should just get a choice. I still think Tommy's the better choice for her. And she's like, okay, let's go. She just throws her shit at him. <laughs> like, ugh. And, and let's be real. Both of their worst fears come true in this episode. Or towards yes. the end of it. You know, yeah. she doesn't want to be alone. And Joel is afraid that he won't be enough to protect her. Yep. And so and we get... behold. Oh. <laughs> One, we get some of the most beautiful shots of this episode. Like them literally riding into the sunset. Um, all this just beautiful stuff. Even though I was like, mm, the Denver skyline looks a little weird, but <laughs> it's computer generated. It's fine. Um, and then um, we get to... Eastern State, which I can't remember in the games, because Eastern State, it's not a real college. It's based off of Colorado State University, which is up in Fort Collins. Mm. But I can't remember, like, if they said an actual city in the game of where... I think it was... Wasn't in Boston? Or wasn't... Or is that the last place to go to? No, because when they're in Colorado, because they're going to the college to find Mm -hmm. the fireflies... And so that's in Colorado. And so mm-hmm. it's like um, Eastern, Big Eastern. What is it? The fuck is the college? Um, I know a friend that can help you. Oh, I'm just going to Google it. That's fine. Exactly. My good, my good friend Google. Yes. Eastern. Is it Eastern State University? No. Oh, hold on. Anyway, um, if you guys want to chat about the the college walk-up while I look that up. Okay, so the college is beautiful. It's like straight out of the, you know, video game scene where it's like our lush and overtaken and we run into some monkeys. You know, um, the monkeys that are startled. Like straight out 28 days later, uh, these monkeys might be infected. Yes. A, um little note that Joel finds in the video game. So yep. people that play the game knows those monkeys aren't to be played with or trifled with. Mm-hmm. And so you see those monkeys run off, you know, they explore throughout the um, you know, encampment inside the school. Like they see guard posts, but they don't see any guards. They make note of it, they tie up their horse and um they go throughout the college, they look through and um, go upstairs to the science room, I think, wherever it is, the lab. Mm-hmm. And they, there's more monkeys, and there's like, I think it's not better than clickers, <laughs> you know. Um, and so, you know, they they're looking around, looking at the look at the map, seeing where they could have gone, and then they hear these people outside talking, um, about to come in, um, looking 
for trouble, these Raiders. And so Joe and Ellie try to sneak out the back, um, but and but one of them spots them, and Joe and him gets in the struggle. The guy um, tries to string out Joe with a bat, and the bat misses, and it collides with the tree, breaking the bat, splinters it. And while Joe and the guy wrestle, the guy stabs him with the bat, um, which is not known or seen by us, the audience. And Joe, like, breaks his neck real fast um, and then notices that he was um, punctured by it, impelled by it, and pulls it out immediately without thinking. You know, we all know that that's bad mm-hmm. to, like, once you impel oh, yeah. on something or something's inside of you. Not to take it out immediately, unless you have like medical care right then and there, because you just bleed out. But knowing Joel, the gung ho Texas, he's not known for his smarts, so he pulls it out immediately, starts bleeding, and they hurriedly get on a horse and they like ride off um, outside of the university next to a train um, where Joel collapses and passes out, and that's where the episode ends. With Ellie being scared and alone. And it was the University of Eastern Colorado. Are you about to apply to go there? Uh, to this fictional place? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm about to like do a tour of The Last of Us. Like People, I'm going to do like, okay, all the landmarks, all these places they go to. All the places they supposedly went to. But well, like, I'll, <laughs> I'll take a trip up to Colorado State University up in Fort Collins for you. Send you the pictures. Please. Oh my gosh, would you? Yeah. You live in Colorado? I do. I live oh, in damn. Denver. Okay. Oh my That's gosh. why I was like, mm, Skyline's not quite right, but also I was like, <laughs> this is from 2003, which was before I lived out here, so it could have been a different a skyline. A little different. But yes, this was a wonderful episode. It was a little bit more relaxed than usual, but we did get mm-hmm. the action towards the end. Um, I think this episode was mostly character building. We get a lot of insights into more about Ellie's personalities and Joe's personality and the people um, that's surrounding them. So I think it was yeah. a pretty good episode, especially setting up for, you know, um, this, Left Behind. Yeah, it's what I would call like the breather episode because obviously like with the traumatic and heartbreaking way that like episode five ended especially after like you know seeing that massive infected come out with that fucking beautiful bloater um and then just yeah that heartbreaking end it was like are you horny for that bloater I'm not. I'm just absolutely gobsmacked by how, like, beautiful, like, it looked as, like, a real, like, true-to-life fucking creation of the game. I am not not simping over it like a lot of the... A lot of people online are simping over how... Yeah, no. I'm like, god damn. Yeah, no. I can't believe I'm about to say, y'all need Jesus. It's, like, you know... Mm I'm I'm not gonna like yuck anyone's yum, but I'll do I'm it. also I'll do it for you. I'll okay. do it for you. Okay. Fuck y'all people need Jesus. Yes. <laughs> I'll do it for you, Benila. Okay, thank you. I, I legit thank saw you. one sit on Tumblr, this person can bust my hymen. I'm like, Jesus! Oh. <laughs> 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 I was 
like, God damn. I felt like Brennan in that goddamn uh, CEO on College Humor. Oh, my God. Nine? Ninety. Ninety? Eight. <laughs> uh, the CEO of Tumblr finding out just how much is uh, porn. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, 90%? Like, Jesus! Eight. (laughs) Oh my god. It's a great, it's a great college humor skit. Yeah. Um. But people, Tumblr. But please, please don't simp after, um, murderous fungi, okay? That's... They are the problem doing it with serial killers so oh yeah please don't please don't simp after serial killers please don't simp after the actors who are portraying serial killers on tv because again remember these are serial killers please do not simp for serial killers in any format thank you even in seattle the the capital serial killers it's like fucking disturbing oh god yeah especially mm. on dating apps dating apps when people go like, oh, I don't know true crime I'm like okay left swipe <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's like you're confined like it's for your safety like for your safety I'm like oh it's, it's so I can know the science I'm like come on now let's be real you do this for entertainment let's call let's call it for what it is because they make it Jeffrey Dahmer TV shows now. This is what, like, I fucking, I hate anything Ryan Murphy does. I don't watch what he, like, after, I think it was, like, the third season of American Horror Story, because it, like, it took a lot for me to even finish, like, the second season of American Horror Story, because I was like, what the fuck is happening and then, like, the third season had, and I was like, I can't with this show anymore. No. And then, like, any other shows he's done, I'm like, no. No. Disgusting. Um. But anyway, we've come to the end, so. Oh, the next episode is Shall we do our the, ratings? The next episode's a doozy, though. It's, oh. You know, people Again, oh. so excited and so yeah. scared. Yeah, like I said, I never played the DLC, so I don't know what I'm expecting. Excellent, Ooh. excellent. Ooh. Ooh, you should go back and play it too, though. So I might play it this oh, this weekend, actually. I, I'm that's interested. the part I skipped. Um, so, no, no, I played I played it on the original PS3 and on the mm-hmm. PS4. Um, I just haven't played it on the remake yet. You know, oh, okay. I just, I like I skipped it because like I know what happens, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Let me beat this real quick so I can play number two again, kind of thing. So Yeah. I'm so yeah, I know interested what to see how they handle I mean, just from the trailer, I'm like, okay, it already looks like it's shot beautifully. I'm, I'm just mad I'm just mad they just gave her that wig though. That wig does not look good. It yeah. Storm Reap. Come on, I'm like, y'all need to do better with black stuff, black hair. Yeah. Gonna let her come out the dressing room looking like that? Like, what? With that wig on? Like, come on, guys. Yeah, that wasn't. Do better. That wasn't great. 
Like, and they're going to have that little, that little um, headband over her to cover up the, <laughs> I know, the bad wig. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, I understand this was, like, one of the most, like, probably expensive shoots HBO has ever done because it was certainly, like, one of the longest. I think it said it, like, broke the record for, like, longest filming in, like, Alberta or, or something. So, like... They could have spared the money. To I'm get like, y'all could have, y'all could have spent a little bit more on wigs. Like so many of these shows, like lose me because they have like such shit wigs. I'm like, you spend all this money on all this other stuff, and you're just like, yeah, fifteen bucks for this wig. You're like, come <laughs> on, come on. Like, just I don't know. Like, I don't think it's that expensive for you to fly in a black hairdresser to fix up that wig. You know? I see I see enough fucking like wig advertisements on like TikTok and Instagram that I'm like y'all don't even just, have to spend that much it money. It just takes me out. It takes me yeah. out of the experience. Every time I see a bad wig, man, like it's yeah. so bad. I give like, this like, oh. a four point seven. Hmm? Excuse me? I give this Oh he's he's cutting us off. He's cutting off our wig rant to rate the Read the episode. Yo, big sugar, oh, okay. sugar free. The sugar free big wigs came after me after talking shit. I don't want big wig coming after y'all. But but we're not talking shit about wigs though. We're talking shit about HBO not putting the proper money behind their wigs. It's it, it's all connected. I'm going. I'm. It's all connected. Trust me. It's all connected. Mm-mm. Okay. Four point okay. seven. All right, all right. Solid episode. Tommy pissed me off. So, four point seven. Wait, you said like four point seven in total? Yes. Out of ten, out of five, out of five. Okay, I can respect that. I'll let you. Yeah, I think mine's. Yeah, it's probably gonna have to be like nine point seven, like nine point seven five out of ten. I give it. I give it nine point eight nine. Right, <laughs> nice. We we know you want to give uh, Tommy a piece of your mind and probably part of your fist. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of people out there do want to give Tommy He's a piece of. He's gonna that. have <laughs> a conversation with these hands. <laughs> Like, how can you be, like, that That reminds me of a little brother, too, though. Like, how ungrateful they are for the stuff you do for them. And, like, how, like, selfish they are at times. Ooh, tell me like, about it. I understand. Because, like, I appreciated when Tommy was, like, you know, we were good at doing things our way. Because we didn't know that there was another way. Like, I appreciate that line because it at least says so much about that's how we know how to survive yeah and so like you fully understand that because like again how like how terrifying the first few years of this shit would have been because yeah like you're terrified of fedra because at this point we now know like you could be thinking you're going with them to a city, hope and safety, and then they just drop you in a fucking ditch. 
and shoot you up. So like the whole uncertainty and the unknowing. So like you can understand why they would have to do some of the survival things that they would do, take advantage of other people, like outright kill other people. Like it's something obviously none of us ever want to do, but we can also understand why. But again, it's still such a dick fucking move for Tommy to be a fucking bitch. So while they gonna give Tommy them the hands, I won't be gonna be here to let you know. You can catch us next week when we talk about Left Behind. And as always, beware of the clickers. <laughs>